listening to Weight Loss in the Mind, the podcast starring Scott Patton and Shane James. Let's join them now. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Weight Loss in the Mind. Think fit, be fit. And I'm your co-host, Scott Patton, along with Shane James. And Shane, last time was without a doubt one of our best podcast episodes. Wasn't it? It was. You were talking about without a doubt. That's right. It was absolutely incredible. And you said that you would give us a little exercise this time uh, just to kind of solidify that without a doubt thinking. So uh, I'm excited about that. Before we get to it, how's your week been? It's been great. And we've been doing a lot of stuff because, like I said, my friend's been up, right? Yeah. So we've been swimming in the ocean. We've been going downtown. Doing that. It's summer in Vancouver, uh, it's hot, and we actually do have a lot of very nice beaches. We do. Beautiful beaches. Yeah. In, in, in more ways than one. I, know. I mean, you got to say, we got to be grateful for what we have. Yeah, it's a beautiful spot. I have to admit that, yeah. I mean, just last night I was going through what I was grateful for. Isn't that a state change? I don't know if you ever do that, but, you know, name 10 to 50 things per day what you're grateful for. Yeah. Automatically gives you a state change and puts a different energy around you, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Every night, uh, I always uh, spend a few few minutes thinking about what I'm grateful for. It sure helps. Don't you love life? Yeah. <laughs> it makes for a good night's sleep when, That's right. when you go to bed thinking about what you're grateful for rather than worrying about stuff you have no control over. That's right. And that's what goes into your unconscious mind. Yeah. Very, very cool. Very cool. So uh, did you apply without without a doubt thinking? Absolutely. How did it without work? a doubt. Without a doubt. <laughs> now you don't even know what the word doubt means, do you? No, I don't. What, what does it mean? That's right. It's obsolete. It's obsolete. You will never doubt yourself again because you now have, without a doubt, thinking. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely amazing. I mean, let's face it. Your success will be, ter- be determined on the principles of applying without a doubt thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to get into the exercise? Absolutely. absolutely. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. We're branding that over and over and over, without a doubt. Yeah. All right. Just And for those of you that maybe didn't listen last time, like, what could you do if you had no doubt that you could do what you want to do? That's right. You could do anything. Yeah. So listen to our previous podcast if you want to remove doubt from your life forever. That's right. Without a doubt, when you're on the treadmill and you're walking up the treadmill or you have to do that 30 minutes, without a doubt, you can do it. Without a doubt, you can stick with it. That's right. right? Whatever exercise program you choose to do, whatever eating program you're on, without a doubt, you can do it. Whatever weight you want to be at, without a doubt, you can achieve it. That's right. I mean, just because you may have failed in the past doesn't mean you have to keep doubting yourself in the future. That's right. That's right. The past is not always equal to the future. No. That's Tony Robbins' big line. Is it? Remember that? Yeah. No, I The past is not equal to the future. Ah. That's how he branded himself when he first started. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. For most people, it does. So that's because they have a doubt. That's right. You need to be without a doubt in order to change. That's right. All right, exercise. What we're going to do first is we're going to have everybody stand up. So if you're driving. All right, I'm standing up. You're standing Do I up. sound taller? So if you're driving up, try not to stand up in your car, please. <laughs> and now I'm going to want you to imagine something you want to happen in the future. You got it, Scott? No, I find courtesy of to stand up. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, imagine something I want to happen in the future. Imagine okay. Something. Now I want you to... Do my eyes open or closed? You can do whatever you want. Okay. Now I want you to hope it will happen in the future. <laughs> Ooh. Like hope. 
and say to yourself, I hope it'll happen. I hope it'll happen. Now, okay, let's go. I'm going to go back to the listeners and tell them, remember, we're going through something that you want in the future. Now you're hoping. You're hoping that's going to happen. Now I want you to hold your body the way you hold your body if you were hoping. Yeah. Now I want you to put yourself in a state of just hoping. Breathe the way you would breathe if you were hoping. Mm-hmm. Put the look on your face the way you would look if you were hoping. Picture what you would see if you were just hoping for this thing to happen. Now I want you to go into uncertainty. Put yourself in a state of uncertainty. Stand the way you would stand if you were uncertain. If you really worried or how you would breathe if you were uncertain. What would you picture in your mind if you were uncertain? What would you say to yourself if you were kind of uncertain? What feelings would you have if you were uncertain? All right, now I will quickly want you to go back into the state of hoping. Go back into hope. Hope it would happen. Picture the thing. Just hoping, wishing that this would happen. Feel the way you would feel if you were hoping it would happen. Now go back into uncertainty again. Stand the way you'd stand if you're uncertain. Feel the way you'd feel if you're uncertain. Breathe the way you'd breathe if you were uncertain. Picture in your mind what you would picture if you were totally uncertain. Now, I want you to go into without a doubt thinking. I want you to stand the way you would stand if without a doubt you knew you could achieve anything you wanted in your life. I want you to take, I want you to breathe the way you would breathe if you could achieve anything without a doubt. I want you to feel the feelings in your body that you feel without a doubt. I want you to make the facial expressions that you would face without a doubt thinking. Now, for those of you who don't really know how to anchor it, I want you to anchor it in there. And anchoring would just be give yourself a yes. 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 There you go. Give yourself a yes. Yes. There you go. Without a doubt, I can succeed. Yes. Yes. And maybe pump that arm like Scott's doing right now. Snap those fingers and go, yes, yes, yes. Create a without a doubt thinking that you can achieve, you can exceed, you can do anything you want because you're standing in the your physiology is there, your internal representations are, the pictures you're making in your mind are there, you can achieve, you can believe, and you can succeed because you have without a doubt thinking. All right. So now, what did you think of that exercise? Did you notice a little bit of difference in your states? I didn't like it at all. (laughs) He's going hope, and I've got this. Oh, grungy feeling running through my body. It was just like uncertainty. Yeah. I never realized before what was interesting mm-hmm. about it. I mean, I don't, I don't like going there, right? But what was interesting is being able to see how much of my natural state is in that what a doubt, that without a doubt state. Yeah. Right? Because as soon as you said like hope, oh, the energy level dropped, the posture dropped. I, my, I kind of shivered and shook. Yeah. Just didn't like it at all, right? So that's very cool because I because if you'd ask because of course everything is a spectrum, right? right? You know, and where you are on the spectrum is just where you are on the spectrum and what you're comfortable with. And when you took me back into the doubt and uncertainty yeah. and the hope and and all of that, I realized where I was on the spectrum yeah. more. Right, yeah. so more my awareness increased, which is like which is cool because now I can sort of see where I am. I That's didn't right. know that before, but I really didn't like it. That's right. That doubting. Oh yeah. man, that was really that's a tough, tough place to live. And see, there's even difference in the hoping 
and uncertainty. Yeah. They're totally different emotions yeah. and different states that yeah. you're going in. Just from that little bit there, right? Then you, you go in without a doubt, it totally shifts you to another level, right? Yeah. But a lot of us live our lives in uncertainty and in hope. You know, think about that. Yeah. That's why I took you through that exercise. I hope it works out. I hope it works out. I don't know if it's going to, I'm uncertain. I can always tell people how their physiology yeah. is, how their facial expressions, their breathing, how you're moving. If you're going to fail, I can see if you're going to fail because I can tell by the way you're using all your physiology, all your, you know, I can even tell what you're picturing in your mind at the time. Mm-hmm. And it's showing that it creates the hope and it creates the uncertainty. Oh, I hope it'll happen. And you can tell somebody that knows they're going to make it happen. Yeah. You can tell without a doubt thinking the way they move, the way they walk, the way they talk, the, the confidence level in them. Yeah. They just, and that energy just attracts more and more people. You can tell without a doubt in their mind that they're going to believe to succeed. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. It was, it was, I mean, I didn't like the feelings of the hope and the uncertainty, but I really liked the, the whole process of being able to find out where I was. Then. Yeah. And those of you that are that are in that kind of hope area or or uncertain about stuff, hopefully now you've got a feeling of what a, without a doubt feels like, and then you can work on getting into that emotional state all the time. Because as Shane says, if you have without a doubt that you can do it. I mean, you look at history, right? Mahatma Gandhi. Yeah. There was no doubt there, and he took the British Empire to its knees in India. Uh, you know, Martin Luther King. I mean, there's uh, Mother Teresa. I mean, there are. Yeah. I mean, I heard stories about her that just blow my mind, right? That's like she'd right. call up people and say, you know, I've, uh, you know, I've got to be, in, you know, go from London to England tomorrow, and they say, well, we don't know how it's going to happen, and she'd say, oh, well, I'm going, right? Yeah. And sure enough, someone would give her a plane and she'd fly over, right? I mean, she was totally without a doubt in her life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, uh, you know, if you, I guess, I don't want to give this as homework, but read the stories of some of the great leaders and you'll see, uh, you know, you'll see that they had that. They had that without a doubt thinking. That's right. Yeah. Not that they didn't have their downtimes or anything else. We're all human, but you can, you know, when they're determined, they're determined and away they go. See, that process that I just took you through is you can fake it and always staying without a doubt thinking. Because, again, what you're going to teach you in a minute is with the brain, if the brain can't tell the difference between what's real and what's vividly imagined, and you're consistently linking your brain, your neural associations to your physiology, your body language, what happens is you automatically create that without a doubt thinking. Mm-hmm. Your, body actually, them, right? yeah, your body can actually create the state in your mind. Mm-hmm. 100%. And then when you put your pictures, your internal representations with them, and you're making very positive, very clear, very vivid pictures, I mean, you're unstoppable. Yeah. Literally unstoppable. Yeah. And that's how these leaders and really successful people in every area like that are becoming success- successful. They're running their brains and their body at that, that level. Yeah. Because that's the mind-body connection. If we don't run our brains and our bodies at that level, I, I, I my belief, I really think it's truly hard to succeed. Right. Because you're always putting doubt and limitations out. Yeah. And I think one of the things that's coming clear for me is the body and the mind are totally connected. Whereas, you know, when you listen to people talk about, oftentimes you'll hear, it sounds like they're separate, right? Yeah. And they're not separate, you know? You've got to, if you stub your toe, your brain feels pain, right? Right. (laughs) 
you know, we're, it's all connected. And if That's you right. can, you can use your body to influence your mind, you can use your mind to influence your body, and yeah. working them together, because I think what happens is we work them against each other. Totally. And if we can get them working together, then it's, I mean, it's like, you had a quarterback and a receiver, right? And the quarterback throws the ball the opposite direction the receiver is running. Like, how often is the receiver going to catch it? Yeah. Right? Then the coach yells at the receiver, right? Yeah. Not the receiver's fault. That's know? right. And then the, the quarterback is throwing it directly at the receiver all the time. The receiver puts his hands behind his back and it falls away. And the quarterback, and the coach yells at the quarterback, right? Yeah. That's all not working together, right? Yeah. And they say, look, you guys got to throw it to the right people at the right time and catch it. Can you do that? Yeah. Now all of a sudden the quarterback's throwing it, the receiver's catching it. Hey, they're working together. Everybody's happy. You're getting touched. Yeah. Right. Well, think about if you made a picture in your mind of something that was not good, like a limiting belief. And you make that picture in your mind of a limiting belief. Belief. Your body doesn't walk around going to confidence. No. No. Just think about that. You make a limiting belief and then all of a sudden your body goes into confidence and you breathe confidently. No, it doesn't happen that way. That's right. Right? The same thing with your body. Right? If you're making, if you're making good pictures in your mind, what happens? Your body automatically starts to go into that state of confidence. Right? right? That shows right there how they're so connected, right? And this is one thing that many people can't figure out. This part of how the brain and the pictures are so connected to our physiologies. And once we can connect them and run them together, we have a very powerful inside that we can tap into. That can take us to the next level. So if the picture in your brain is, I'm fit, I'm slim, I'm healthy, I'm vibrant, I'm active. Then your body's going to start working towards that. Your body's going to work towards that. And then when you have the tool that we just taught of that little exercise of how to do it on your own and, and do the body language yourself, yeah. you get really, really powerful. Because now you're creating that mind-body connection, right? Because mind-body inevitably affect each other. That's right. Cool. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to give you four beliefs that I use to create without a doubt thinking. Okay. And the first one I use is create references where no references existed. So like I said before, think about that for a minute. If the brain can't tell the difference between what's real or what's vividly imagined, you can create references where there was no references. What are you doing? You're tricking yourself to become successful. Right? We don't have to be honest to ourselves on good things. We can lie to ourselves to get to where we need to go. Right? Think about the weight goals. If we want to be at 150 pounds and we're 200 pounds, we say to ourselves, I am 150 pounds. Why? Because we're already there in our mind. That directs us to get that. Now, when I go back, I find all kinds of references that I've used from the past. Or I make up new references. So you can do it either way. Okay. okay. You follow me on that yeah. one? So what's a reference? A reference would be something that you go back. Let's use weight. Yeah. So a reference. It's a good idea be, since it's a weight loss right. mind podcast. That's right. <laughs> Let's go back and say that a reference would be somebody that's lost weight already. So I look at somebody who's lost weight and say, they, they did it, I can do it? That's right. You can do that. Okay. Or you can make up references where they weren't there already. So that's for yourself. So you can go back and find a reference of... Well, I was 185 once. Okay. Okay. Right? So yeah. I'm 195. So I want to be 185. So that's 
I can refer back to when I was 185. You can refer back to 185, yeah. Okay. But if you don't have any references on yourself, you can make stuff up, literally in your mind. Why? Because it projects you to the thing that you want to go to. Okay? So I've never run a marathon, and I have a goal of running a marathon. I want to be that fit, so I could project and make a reference of me being that fit enough to run in a marathon. That's right. I got a picture of me running in a marathon. That's right. Winning the marathon. That's right, winning the marathon. But you're not already there. That's right. But you already see yourself doing that. Okay. So you're creating references, because those references didn't exist. Yeah. See, that's the key, right? Finding references where they didn't exist. And consistently creating them in, in your mind. And I use this all the time. I'm always creating new references where they don't exist. Now, what am I doing is I'm becoming extremely aware of how I'm running my brain. Do you see the importance of this? Mm -hmm. I'm extremely aware of what I'm thinking. Most of us go through life and we're not aware of what we're thinking. Actually, that's interesting you say that because I have a new client in India and uh, I was listening to one of the tapes that he made because I'm writing field copies for yeah. And uh, he says, he says, every day we think, and I don't know, I can't remember what the number was, but he was, you know, a hundred million or a hundred thousand or you know, ten thousand yeah. thoughts. He says, every day our mind is thinking like a hundred thousand thoughts and 99.9% .9 of them do us absolutely no good. <laughs> it's true. I totally agree with that. He says, you want to get to where you're thoughtless. And that's where the real creativity and excitement in life was. That's right. Right? I thought, oh, that was just so cool. Well, remember I told you I run a lot of my days in peripheral vision. That's right. And peripheral vision is I look out the side, you know, the sides of my eyes and I can't think. When you go into peripheral vision, you can't hold a thought. Yeah. So if I can't hold a thought, that means I'm running on my unconscious mind. My unconscious mind is doing the work. Most people are running on the conscious mind and they have all these thoughts coming in. Yeah. And they're coming in, they're coming in, they're coming in, limiting beliefs and beliefs or whatever's coming in over and over and over and over again, right? Yeah. yeah. And so it's like a thought here. And you can always tell when you're with people and they're thinking. Because you'll ask them a question and they'll like you review it. You yeah, you can see it. it. They sit there ago. like, you know, and then they'll sit there and they'll sit there and then they'll maybe answer. But then, you know, because I'm so good at calibrating people because I really watch everybody I'm with. Yeah. And then they'll be still thinking about it five, ten minutes later. And I'm just like, whoa, you know what I mean? You watch their brain turning. Yeah. And you can understand why they're not getting to certain places in their life. Right. Because it's just like thinking and thinking and thinking over and reviewing it and reviewing it and reviewing it. But they don't know they're doing it. But they don't. A lot what of people a lot don't. Of energy, yeah. That's right. So we need to become aware of that. Extremely aware. I mean, this is a very important process in our life. I mean, when we're creating enough references, too, we want to create enough massive amounts of emotional intensity intensity to it. Why? Because this goes into our nervous system. So if we're creating enough emotion to it, what happens is it's going to project us forward at a lot faster rate than just thinking, you know, hoping. Create that massive emotion. You know? So we're bringing the third aspect in because we talked about the brain, the mind, you know, kind of the logical aspect, then we talked about the body. But really, to make the whole thing move, you need movement, motion, emotion. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And cool. I'm glad you bring this up. And create a lot of repetition. Yeah. When you're practice. doing it. Practice. Practice. Repetition. Makes repetition. Repetition. Practice makes perfect. That's right. And perfect that's what, practice makes And that's what we get out of. You know, we start thinking, okay, you know, I'm thinking about my thoughts. Right? <laughs> yes, I'm thinking about my thoughts. Working with my mind into a quote. Thinking <laughs> yeah. about your thoughts, right? And... 
you're, you're becoming aware of it. So you do it for five, four or five days. And then all of a sudden you quit again. Right. And then you wonder, okay, well, why am I not getting the results? You know, why am I not becoming aware anymore? Or I'm choosing these thoughts, you know. I'm not working the brain. The brain's a muscle. Most of us don't work it. Again, mm-hmm. a lot of us, I have a lot of people say to me, I work my brain. But I, they don't because their actions show me. Their right. results show me. Right. You don't work your brain if you're not getting the results you want. If you're at certain stages in your life and you're saying, well, well, I got my brain working right. But you're not getting the results. Your brain's not working right. <laughs> Period. Yeah. What? Look to results. Often harsh, always true. It is. This isn't a hard one. <laughs> you know, and I say in certain areas of my life, I'm not getting the certain results. It's the same thing. I'm not running my brain at the right level to get the result at that moment. The yeah. difference is I'm aware of it. Right. I'm very aware, but I okay, what do I need to change in my thought patterns? That takes away uh, shame and blame and guilt and beating yourself up and everything else. It's just like, okay, I need to work in this area and improve it a little bit. Great, let's do that. As opposed to, oh, put on another pound last week. Darn. Yeah. I hope I can get hope it off. I, can get it off. <laughs> I wish I can get it off. I think I might be able to one day get it off. That's right. I mean, even me watching you do that, you actually change your whole physiology, your whole body language, and you said, "I hope." Yeah. Everything changed about you. Yeah. You were like, "Oh, I hope." Kind of. Yeah. It was like yeah. they're just everything. Your shoulders shrunk down. Your kind of hands moved down. Right. Everything. Yeah. It's like. It's a bad feeling, isn't it? That's <laughs> right. Like, like it. That's right. That's what we got to live in without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, remember that any change has to first start with a change in, in really the beliefs. Yeah. It has to. It has to change. You have to believe you can. That's right. It has to change in the beliefs, and that's what gives us without a doubt thinking. It's hard to do without a doubt thinking if you don't believe. That's right. And this is where I, you know, I see so many people that come to me and they say, well, without a doubt, I do do believe, without a doubt, I can achieve. But then I can see in their belief system that they don't really believe. Okay. So you've got to believe, and, and we'll take some of these, you, you can take some of the, the tips that I'm giving you right now and help change your belief system to create without a doubt. Now, the next one I use is I associate bad feelings to the old belief. So you, you must feel in your heart and your brain that the belief is costing you bad feelings. In the past Say that again. and now in the future, you must feel in your heart and your brain that this belief has costed you bad feelings in the past and can cost you bad feelings in the future. Okay, so this is a belief I want to get rid of? Yes. Okay, so bad feelings is... hold belief because we're creating without a doubt thinking, okay? Right. We're changing the belief to create the without a doubt thinking. Okay. Now, so if you associate those bad feelings to the past event, or to the future event, you're not going to want to do it again. If you have bad feelings, you're not going to say, okay, I want to go out and do this again. Right. If it gives you bad feelings, right. okay, if it gives you good feelings, you're going to go out and do it again. But if it gives you bad feelings, you're not going to do it again. Right, right. Okay? Yeah. So if you eat food incessantly at night, you get immediate gratification for 15 minutes. You go to the fridge, you eat whatever, the crappy food, and you go, oh, that was great, I feel good. Well, 15 minutes. Then the next three days, you beat yourself up, and there are even terrible feelings. So those bad feelings come in. So associate those bad feelings to get yourself out of the belief. Follow me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a bit of a jump. But when you're in those bad feelings, 
say, well, that's because I went and I ate. Right? That's right. When I shouldn't have eaten. I mean, think about it. Everything we do in life is either create good feelings or bad feelings. That's right. Avoid pain or want to feel good. That's right. I mean, there's no brain science to that one. Yeah. And yeah. So that's just the truth. That's what we do. But we want to associate the bad feelings with the stuff that we do that we don't like, that we feel bad about. That's right. Which, unfortunately, in our weird upside-down brain, we associate good feelings with the stuff that we end up feeling bad about. Because, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that chocolate cake, that feels so good going down my mouth. But really... For those 10 seconds. Yeah, and then for the next week, I can't fit into my pants. Yeah, and the next week, we're like, oh, crap, this sucks. Yeah, but we don't associate it with the chocolate cake. No, because what we do is then, as you know what we do, we actually make a picture in our mind, and we think of the good feelings for those 10 seconds. We associate to that good feeling yeah. of eating the cake. Yeah. So we go, we want to do it again. Now, if we associate ourselves to the bad feelings, what's going to happen? It's going to push you away from the thing, right? Because, again, yeah. we either want good feelings or bad feelings. Yeah, see, I noticed that I'm not eating as many uh, cookies. Mm-hmm. And I think what I did was I must have associated not fitting into my pants and the bad feelings to the cookie. Because I'm not actually even... I go into the store and I walk by them and I laugh at them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not eating you today. That's right. And it's like, wow, oh, that's interesting. See, I associate bad feelings when I started to get a bit overweight there. I hated the fact that when I sat down, I like, my, you know, my stomach came out and my yeah. pants were tight and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Honestly, that was a bad feeling for me. Yeah. There was enough emotional intensity there for me to experience that. So that's how I use it with myself. I go back in that feeling. I experience that bad feeling and I go, I'm not going back there. Yeah. And then you no way with the cookie or whatever it is that you need to associate it with so that when you see the cookie, you don't eat it. That's right. Yeah. So you're always putting yourself back in those, those those bad feelings. So, and like I say almost every time, this is not an instantaneous, you know, tap you on the forehead, you're done sort of thing, right? You have to practice it and work at it and internalize it and get it going. Not yeah. to say that it can't happen fast, but I think our expectation is instant gratification. I want to say this is something, you know, you kind of work at over the next couple of three weeks and you notice a big difference. That's right. right? I mean, the only reason we have a belief about something is that we've linked enough good feelings to keeping the belief alive. Or yeah. we've linked a massive amount of bad feelings to not believing it. That's the only that's the only reason. Okay, so the next thing I do is I create uncertainty. Think about some experiences you have you've had in the past yeah. that maybe you've strongly believed in. Now some of those beliefs you've had both those experiences were probably maybe embarrassing beliefs today or, or whatever it was. Maybe, let's say, you've been on 20 different diets, let's say, and none of them worked out. You know, you went on one, you lost weight, and then you gained it back. Yeah. You went on another one, you lost weight, and you gained it back. You went on another one, another one, another one. So now you're going on to your, like, 20 per first diet. So now what belief do you think you're taking on right now? Nah, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Yeah. No way. No, it's not not going to work at all, you're, you're thinking right now. Yeah. Because why? It didn't work That's before. a belief, belief system, yeah. right? Because yeah. you think it only works for a temporary period. Right. See, most of us set ourselves up for failure because we failed in the past. Yeah. Now, when you go in to that new new diet or new weight loss program or new whatever, you know, I don't like to use the word diet, but... Um, you know, it's health, about your health life. Yeah. 
healthy lifestyle. Healthy lifestyle. So when you go into your new program, it's a brand new thing. It doesn't matter. Starting from scratch. Starting totally from scratch. You gotta make the new experiences interrupt your old patterns. Very important. Listen to that again. The new experience has got to interrupt your old patterns. Because that's all they are is patterns. Yeah. And if you have a good new pattern, then you're going to go in a new direction. That's right. I mean, most of us are running our patterns over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And we think we're changing our patterns in our mind. We go, yeah, we're doing different things. No, your results show you're not. Yeah. Unless you're going in the right direction. That's right. Unless you're going in the right direction. So... If you're running the same patterns over and over, it comes back again. If you want to measure your success, look at your results. Yeah. If you're not where you want to be financially, well, there's patterns you're doing over and over. If your weight is not where you want to be, there's patterns you're doing over and over. Right? If your relationship is not where you want it to be, there's patterns that you're doing over and over and over again. It's simply patterns. And I've taught anchors. We get these big anchors locked into us from the patterns we do. Yeah. And then we don't create changes in our life. And we go, well, yeah, I'm changing. No, you're not. If you're running the same patterns and not getting the different results. Right? You keep doing the same thing. What happens? You get the same results. Jeez, there we go. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for teaching me that one, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> you put a bowl of cereal. You put a, get a bowl. You put cereal in it. You add milk. You've got uh, milk and cereal. You don't have bacon and eggs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, so you got to do something different if you want bacon and eggs. That's right. One important thing to do is start to question your beliefs. Once we start to question our beliefs, what happens? You have, we, you have an opportunity to change it. That's right. We start to create uncertainty. Mm. You see, and that comes back to what right. I saw. Create uncertainty. If you question your beliefs, you create uncertainty. Most of us don't question our beliefs. We go, this is our mindset. This is our map of the territory. And this is the way I think. Now everybody else should think this way too. Really, people well, do that all the time. My and you're going, well, no. <laughs> yeah, right? And that's that's probably why she's your ex-wife. That's a recipe for disaster, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, As you shake your head right now. <laughs> but that, but that, that's the truth. And that's a, that's a very important thing to remember right now. Being questioning, yeah, the being belief. open to a different perspective. That's right. Very much. I mean, anytime somebody says something to me, now I always question my belief. Yeah. I do. I really yeah. question it because I go, this is just my map of the territory. If I give my input and suggestion, that's just my belief. It doesn't make it right and it doesn't make it wrong. Yeah. This is my belief. Yeah. Right. So they don't have to accept it, and I don't have to get them to accept it. That's right. It's not my, you know, it's not up to me for them to say, okay, well, here's my belief, and you've got to take on my belief. And you'll start, once you become aware of this stuff, you'll start to, you'll start to understand, as other people talk their language patterns, you'll actually hear your spouse or your friends or your family or whoever, them trying to put beliefs on you. And a lot yeah. of times they don't know they're doing it. Yeah, everybody. They just don't know they do it. Yeah, everybody's either enrolling you in their stuff or being enrolled in your stuff. That's right. That's right. And so if you take the role that you might put it out there, but realize that's just your belief. That's the key. Yeah. That the key is saying that's just my belief. And if the other person says, well, you know, whatever, you might have a discussion about it, but you know that, okay, well, that's their belief. That's right. Then you don't get into conflict, right? Yeah. So I like to define belief as something we believe to be true, but may not be. 
Something that I believe to be true but may not be. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So whenever I think, well, that's what I believe, then I go, okay, well, I think it's true, but it may not be true. Right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the world was flat, right? Yeah. You know, this, the Earth is at the center of the universe. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had lots of beliefs that we for sure have. Now decided we don't believe them. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So have you ever felt uncertain you could accomplish something? Well, how did you do this? You probably asked yourself some really poor questions. Mm. Now here it goes about the quality of questions you ask yourself is the quality of life that you get. Yeah. Ask yourself good questions, you're going to get good results. Yeah. Ask yourself poor questions, and your life's going to be crappy. Yeah, we talked about that a lot, haven't we? Ask yourself the right questions, and they will literally build your belief system to an empowering belief system. All right. And the last one, and I'll just, we're running out of time here, so I'll just do it briefly and we'll talk about it a little bit already, okay. is model other people. Right. Consistently go back and find people that who have already did it and model exactly how they did it. But I'm talking get into the feeling of them, get into their mindset of how they think, what they do. I mean, there's a reason why I've read over 500 bucks. Not just for sure pleasure. I wanted to know how these people acted, how they felt, what they did, right. how they got there, the people around them. That's how I'm getting to where I'm going. I've modeled 500 successful people. That's why I have my mentors. Right. Because I'm consistently modeling that. But it's not just about going in there and saying, you know, what do you, you know, what do you do? I go in there and ask them in-depth questions. Yeah, and come back to what? Questions. Yeah, the quality of the questions. That's right. The quality of questions I ask them tells me what they're thinking, tells me how they feel, tells me their beliefs, which is more important. Mm-hmm. And now, how do you think that helps me go to the next level of my life? Yeah, sure, sure, a lot, a lot. It really does. So go back and model people that have already did it and do exactly what they're doing, and your success will soar. Now, again, you guys have to do this, right? <laughs> Everything I teach you have to do this. You have to go out and you have to apply it. You have to do the practical application of what I'm teaching. I can get on and I can speak out these words. But if you guys don't do anything, your life's not going to change. So whatever I teach and what you like, take it out and use it and apply it. All I know is all the stuff that I teach has changed my life and it's changed thousands of others too. So that sounds like a really good piece of homework. Is uh, In terms of taking action, head over to uh, weightloss.automatic.com and leave a comment. And uh, let us know how... Something that uh, we taught, whether it's this podcast or a previous podcast episode, has uh, positively impacted your life. Because one of the things, too, is you know we've almost 100,000 subscribers now, and a lot of you are letting us know that you know you've, this has been a huge impact on your life. It's been very positive, and <clears throat> we want to kind of get that message out. And one of the requirements is a thing called social proof, and that is say more the more people that stand up and say, yeah, you know. I did this thing on beliefs, and and this is how it changed my life, and there's my story. And the more we can share that, the the more powerful and the quicker we can spread this message. So uh, it's really important. Head over to weightloss.automatic.com and and leave comments. And those of you that do, uh, you know, we we read them all. We appreciate we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to to spend it. Communicating back to us, right? Because we don't want this to be a one-way right. um, dialogue, monologue, or dialogue. I guess it's a, it's a 
I heard your dialogue one way, but uh, yeah. you know, we really want we want to get that feedback. And if you've got some questions for Shane or or some issue in your life that you know, the chances are a lot of other people have similar types of issues, and we can deal with it in a more general way. We're not going to get into you know counseling on <laughs> on the air sort of thing, but you may have some sort of question, and then say, well, this is the question I've got, and then maybe we can figure out a better way for you to ask that question. Yeah, and if we don't get back to you right away, realize that we get hundreds and hundreds of emails coming into us. Yeah. So, you and know, here we are wanting more. Yeah, here we are wanting more. But the bottom line is we want to help everybody we can across the world. Yeah. So send them in and we will get back to you. It might take a week, week and a half. Or we'll deal with it in a more general way on the podcast. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Awesome. So I'm off to the lake now. Yeah. I'm going to the lake for... For four days. Nice. Actually, I'm going to a country music festival. Yeah. One of the biggest country music festivals around the world, I'm leaving for right yeah. now. The Merit Music Festival. That's right. Yeah, it's going to be fun. That's right. I'm going to write sales talk. Oh, you're going to write sales talk. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to have your cooler, and I'm going to have your tent, and I'm going to have your sleeping bag, and I'm going to have all your stuff, and you're going to be here. And your beer. And your beer, yeah. right? And you're going to be wanting, you're going to be doing sales coffee. That's right. Well, I'll be thinking about you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I believe that what I'm doing will have a very positive impact upon my life. That's right. And I believe without a doubt I'm gonna have a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> you are. That's right. Uh, all right, well thank you very much everybody for joining us for this uh, exceptional without a doubt one of our best podcast episodes ever. And it's not going to be as good as next week's because next week's going to be even more awesome. Right. Because you're going to hear about all my fun and merit and how I, how I went out and you were on stage I, playing I country on stage music playing country music and losing weight at the same time. And losing weight at the same That's time. Right. There you go. That'll be a new program. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, leave some comments, practice this stuff for the next week. Let us know how it works out for you. And, uh, Shane, you've got the last one. Think fit to be fit. Bye.